like i don't understand like, right because this was like even before i met like disturbed and shit like that where they introduced those weird little the weird little vocals that are in there where corn is like Ooh, rah, 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 and disturbed is like <laughs> on three one one two, two three oh welcome to when worlds collide podcast i'm one half of nerdy bones rufus the villain what's up brothers and sisters what's up Hello. mr rufus we are the 90s nostalgics i am motherfucking swidgen to the right of me i got my most beautiful lovely unstoppable bears hello what's up bear that's me <laughs> that's I, I can't i, I gotta I can't, like i love her that's me i just fucking love that <laughs> yeah that's, that's my girl <laughs> dude it, 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 <laughs> Dissing? Sorry, sorry. Dissing Dis- right here? Hey, dissing? Dissing right here? <laughs> no, that's my girl. <laughs> so today we're going to do another uh, year in music of the 90s, and we are going to do 1996, 1996. So, Mr. Rufus, you're going to start us off. What do you got, man? What's the first clip? So I'm going to start us off with uh, one of the one of the videos that because uh, I had time to think about this because uh, all you out there in podcast and I didn't know we had to restart this once already. Yeah, <laughs> we've had some technical I, difficulties. That's what, one of the things I was thinking about. I was like, this is one of the first like videos that kind of like gave me a chubby because it had two girls kissing. Oh. So, yeah. So this is a this is a band called Typo Negative. The song is called My Girlfriend's Girlfriend. And I'm just so without further ado, I'm going to give you guys a little taste. So one of the reasons I like those guys so much is uh, the lead singer's name is Peter Steele. Oh, shit. Sounds like a porn star. He was a porn star. Oh, shit. (laughs) Peter nailed it right on the head. Deal. Yeah, no pun. He was a. He was a. He was. He was. He was a. He was a noted for having. I don't know how true this is, but the dude was almost like eight foot tall. Oh, so, Holy fuck. so he was yeah. like seven foot eleven. Yeah, like basically. <laughs> and three like, I met him one. I met him one time and shook his hand, and like my hand just disappeared in his hand. Oh man! But like he was like slated as like having a thirteen inch. Uh, yeah. Oh so. goodness! <laughs> he was just destroying the vagines. Yeah, and b- before he started Typo Negative, he started in a couple adult movies and then also was a plumber. Oh, shit. Jeez. He got some leaky pipes. <laughs> he <laid> pipes. <laughs> That's how all the porns start, man. <laughs> he, fi- he-, he fixed leaky pipes and he laid pipes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so that that was like the main one because like, I looked up like uh, there was a couple uh, Metallica songs that came out in 96. But uh, not, not never been a huge Metallica fan. Like uh, I tried to specifically find some Power Man Five Thousand since we're called when worlds collide. But they they released uh, an album in '95 and then '97. Right. Right. So so they jumped a year. <laughs> no worries. What do you do? You remember anything about 1996 or That's anything specific specifically? Year? Like how how old were you in 1996, Mr. Rufus? So, so I was born in '82, so that would have made me do the math. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, exactly. I've been 11 years old. Things were... So, that's, that's, not, that's not right. No, it's not. What is no, it? We, Do the math we, for we me real teenagers. quick, I'm stupid. You, you would have been 14. Yeah, I was going to say, we were like 14, 15. Yeah, yeah. That, there's, there's a reason that I don't do math for a living. 
<laughs> you make amazing food for a living. Mm-hmm. That is yes, that, I do. That yes, I do. Good. Like, I can follow a recipe like nobody's business, but if I have to fucking one-third of this divided by three-seventeenths of this, what do you get? <laughs> you get Seriously. You, you, you get equals, I don't give a fuck. You How does that equal pie? Mouth. Bitch, you didn't use flowers, <laughs> apples, or sugar. How did that equal pie? <laughs> that was a good joke. Boom. But, um, <laughs> so, so in 1996, like, like, how are you feeling, man? Like, what were you doing? What was your, what was your lifestyle like? Like, what? That, that was like, that was like during, uh, your and I's heyday of spending a lot of time together. What kind of clothes were you rocking in that heyday? Uh, man? dude, dude had the fucking skater haircut with everything shaved underneath and long hair, Ooh. wearing, wearing, uh, Pumas. Um, uh, all my t shirts were band shirts, of course, you know, like, <laughs> Right. I had a uh, Marilyn Manson, Prodigy, um, Primer Fifty Five, Static X, Cold Chamber. I even had a Jimi Hendrix shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. And then I uh, had the big, big Jinko uh, bell bottom pants, which did not go well with skateboarding. So I don't know why I wore them. Right. And uh, <laughs> like I, I remember, um, I had this. Um, we were ditching school one day. You uh, you weren't there, but I was hanging out with this like little skater group that I hung out with, and we were ditching school. And we were like running away from the we were running away from the the fence because we hopped the fence, and we were all like at full sprint. And, it was, and I was wearing a new pair of like those big bottom pants. And it was like I like these pants because I can run. And it's, <laughs> I fucking tripped. <laughs> I, tri- I tripped on them and fucking face planted. Oh, like like I, I was literally saying I like these pants because I can run in them. But I was like, Floop. <laughs> like <laughs> in, in, insert silly sound effect here. But you know, like I I caught airborne, like stood up, had like gravel on my chin, and everybody was like. 60 yards ahead of me like that time that we fucking smashed a pumpkin Ooh. and like <laughs> it was i felt so stupid because i was like saying yeah i like these pants because i can run but yeah that, at that time i was uh smoking a lot of weed more than i do now dang <laughs> yeah all Ron, the it, devil's switch, lettuce switching knows how much i uh would uh would burn it was uh oh, all yeah. day all day every day he he loved the devil's lettuce <laughs> Them, them wacky tobacco. How did you guys, this is totally off topic, but I mean, nowadays, I mean, medical marijuana is almost like, you know, very approved in a whole lot of places. Uh-huh. How did you guys even get weed back in the day? See, that's, like, that, was, see, that was tricky. You had to know a guy that sold or you had to know somebody that knew somebody that sold. Like it, it, it was like this, um conversation that would be like oh man i like smoking weed do you know where to get some oh yeah i'll get you some weed like you either had like a direct connect or you knew somebody that had a direct connect now i got i got lucky i'm gonna leave names out but but i had a friend in high school that his dad sold to my dad oh and then (laughs) and and uh switching knows who i'm talking about right 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 Uh, you know so like i uh i i've i've had a direct connection to a straight up dealer since i was like 12 so (laughs) well that makes sense yeah yeah, so it was. I got lucky. I was. I was a rare case. Right. All right. Well, are we gonna do the next clip? Yeah, yeah. We can roll into the next clip. All right. So this song. Now I choose a little bit of everything. Like I got a little bit of rock, a little bit of R and B. You got. A, you got a pretty wide taste. Like, like I've just been exposed to a lot, but just this song. All right. It's by a group called One Twelve. Now they're an R and B group. From Mr. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Puff Diddy. But I remember this song playing on this girl's boombox in her bedroom while I was beating that coochie up. Now, the the thing that fucking sparked this in my brain is because 
you know those red, green, orange, you know, the fun colored condoms that were super dirt cheap? <laughs> well, one of them broke inside Ooh. this girl while I was banging. Ooh. And, well, I didn't come yet. That was that was the beauty. I was Don't like, matter. I was like, boom, boom, boom. You know, hitting the fucking shit, fucking from behind. She's having a good time, having a good time. She's playing you, this you, using the boomerang. Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> playing this song in the background, and the next thing you know, I'm like, damn, this feels like better. I know this than story. Usual. I know this. Story. You know what I mean? So yes. I'm hitting it, and I look down at my dick, and I'm like, wow, just you know, that end of the condom is around my dick. I'm like, this thing became. Went from from that bright like cherry from apple a, red went, to fucking my dick colors. It, it, it went from a it went from a sleeve to a top hat. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Damn, this pussy feels amazing right now." And I'm like, "Oh shit, the condom broke." And These so, are the best and, condoms ever. And so instantly, dude, I'm like, "Fuck!" Fucking jump out of that pussy. And she's like, "Why? Why did you stop?" And I'm like, "The fucking condom broke." And right, she's you like, might have balloon in you. She's like, "Where did it go?" And next thing you know, we're in the bathroom. She's like, Taking it out." She, she's <laughs> like, "Can I pee it out?" I'm like, "I don't think it works that." Way. <laughs> so she's fucking peeing and peeing and trying to pee, and I'm like, "It doesn't work that way. Nope. That's not the hole. It's gonna be out." It's not. It's not. A, it's not a pressure valve. Or <laughs> so, basically, I begin to become a gynecologist, and I oh, gotta there, stick there. my fingers up inside her and fish the fucking condom out. Yeah, I have. So, I have a very similar story. <laughs> and this was some young netting, so that was it. Was a feet. Yeah. Was, <laughs> it was a, well, it was a finger is what it was. It was a feet. Like, I'm in there with my finger, my phalanges, trying to, you know, <laughs> dig this out. And it was... Anywho's. So, this song... Any, is, any will be. ...is by uh, 112, and it's Only You, the Bad Boy remix. Yeah. Try to style, slide off with a homie. Yeah. yeah. Escada, don't got a player. Stays clergy. Game so tight, they call it version. Oh, I need to know. I, I literally caught myself on this end of the mic's fucking nodding my head. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a catchy little beat. I mean, you can catch, you can think of the uh, the the rhythm. I was slapping the balls on her <laughs> vagina too. <laughs> that methodical, can, melodical fucking. Fl- can never, fl- can never, fl- can never count on swigging to be tasteful. <laughs> no, fuck no. I'm sorry. The filter came off like 20 episodes back. So <laughs> I hear that, brother. I hear that. I hear that. Oh my goodness. Well, isn't like and and you know me, like that style was never my style. Right. But like not, right. but I can but I can appreciate it. You know, like I literally right. was over here right now when you're playing it like bobbing my head. I was like, Oh yeah, okay. Right. I, no. I, I, I can feel that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What was the what was that name of the artist again? It was one twelve. They were just an R and B group. I I do remember them. I do remember them. See, like I never, I never like had any of their albums or anything, but I definitely remember that. Like that, that year had a lot of stuff that sounded like that. You know, same thing with like when it comes to like metal and pop and punk. Right. Every every year, kind of like comes up with its own new sound, and everybody does the same thing. Exactly. Now the next gentleman I'm about to roll into is by the name of Tupac. 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 Now his double disc CD was All Eyes on Me, and his song that I chose off of all of that 
There's a lot of good, a lot of good songs on that shit, but I chose only God can judge me. You actually kind of opened my mind to hip hop. If it wasn't before, you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had anybody like, man, this is good music. Give it a chance. Listen to it. Listen mm, to it. Dude, I still remember fucking listening to my Testarossa in your fucking bedroom. You That's that, right. You had that That's Sir right. Mix a Lot fucking single. My Testarossa. With my Testarossa on that one side. And you uh, played that and, shit uh, over baby and got over. Back. Yep, that's what I'm saying. He played that shit over and over, dude. That was fucking Yeah, dope. because I wasn't exposed to any kind of rap or hip-hop before that. Right. It was like all all my cousins listened to was like Motley Crue and the Dead Kennedys and Megadeth and Pantera. So that's all I ever heard. You know, and then we started like sharing the type of music that we listened to. And I was like, oh, okay, there's a whole new world here. <laughs> a whole new world. In which I hate to admit that kind of uh, was a gateway drug to insane clown posse for me. But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like ICP, they bridge that gap of the rock and rap, man. Well, I saw I saw ICP with uh, Cold Chamber one time. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Cold Chamber, but they're really oh, yeah, heavy. No Cold Chamber yeah, like that. They're, they're like they're metal, metal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so. Like I, I've seen ICP at rock shows. I, like ICP even did uh, Lollapalooza a couple years back. And I tried to for this list tonight. I tried to find an ICP song that came out in '96, and they're another one of those ones that jumped a year. Like they they did a uh, Riddlebox came out in '95. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the, those on uh, another clip show. Oh, do you really? Yeah, you sure. Yeah, I should have been on that one. <laughs> oh no, I haven't done it yet. It's it's oh, it's, okay. it's, it's, in, it's in in the, the waiting. It's in the lineup. Alrighty. So, so where we where yeah, we go from here? The good next sir. track is by Bad Religion. Oh hell yeah! Now you're speaking my language. Punk rock song. Oh yeah. Dude, I wish the listeners could see my reaction to each one of these. Because I'm, I'm over here like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> you remember my Bad Religion shirt that they sent me home from school? Yep. Uh, yeah. That, God, that, that was a stupid time. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a t-shirt with a cross on it and then mm-hmm. the circle and the line through it. Yeah. That's, that, that's just their logo. Exactly. They felt well, like you, know. you were fucking being satanic and shit. It's like, no, are you it was kidding just... me? He bears the mark of the devil. Oh my God! You know, like it's like <laughs> around the time of like Bad Religion of '96. You know, we also had like No Effects. We had uh, I can't believe I didn't look up a No Effects song for this year. And uh, there was uh, Dead Kennedys. It kind of like 
fizzled out by then. The Jello Biafra was still around. And then we had um, uh, uh, Rancid. You remember Outcome the Wolves? Mm hmm. That was on. Um, Bad Religion is a. Not Bad Religion, but uh, Rancid was a band that got a lot of people into punk rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and punk rock, real punk rock died out in the 70s, but it still has a. Uh, still has a. Its soul is still in a lot of stuff. I ended up uh, learning about Bad Religion because I remember being in the the car with like a group of my friends or something and you know a mom and you know all of us are driving in the car and a song comes up and I'm like oh what is this and they're like oh Bad Religion and I'm like oh okay so you know I go on Kazaa and I'm like oh Bad Religion I'm gonna look this up and I didn't realize that they meant Godsmack and the song was named Bad Religion. <laughs> I, uh, I was like looking at the right people and I just didn't find the song, you know. So I'm downloading everything I can find on Bad Religion. And I'm like, man, these guys are awesome. But they don't sound like what I listen to. But these guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss Bear, she found out about a lot of music through the 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 uh devious interwebs mm-hmm mm-hmm yep it was the old lime wire and bear share and a bear all, share man all that kind of days <laughs> so now we're gonna move on into the bloodhound uh, gang you know yes. you know this is one of you know that you know me dude i can sing every bloodhound gang song from start to finish without missing a beat one fierce beer is on fire the roof the roof the roof is on fire. We don't, we don't need, need no water. water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. Burn. <laughs> I fucking love that shit, man. It's I, like, like in the next verse, he's. I love the start of the next verse. He goes, "Yo, yo." yo <laughs> I don't know why yo. I just love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about uh, like uh, my name's not Han Solo, but I'm always stroking my own Wookie. <laughs> I know. As much as I love the fucking the the lyrics from Bloodhound Gang, I just love their riffs, man. Yeah, and the big thing about Jimmy Pop, like, um, like that's the singer of the Bloodhound Gang. Like, the one thing, if you actually try to keep up with his lyrical like delivery, it's really hard to do it without taking a breath. And you mm -hmm. never catch him take a breath. Like, even live, you never really catch him take a breath. It's crazy. Yeah, we spoke about that previously with the uh, other artists and whatnot. Like, she, we were listening to uh, Twista, and that was the same thing. Oh it's yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, it's Tech like Nine's, a, Tech Nine's the same way. Yeah, a lot of artists out there like you hear them, <gasps> like catch their breath while they're trying to spit out their fucking bars and whatnot but there's yeah. a lot of artists that can just keep it going without you hearing that you know that gasp for air have you heard of uh, uh this guy his name is token have you heard of him token only yeah, from shout, South Park. shout out to to shout out to token man he's a he's a bad motherfucker he's like a 18 year old little white kid and uh tech nine help uh help him break dude like he's he's got he's got some sick ass bars some sick ass fucking rhymes dude he's he's legit dude I don't know like shit. if you yeah, Wait, if you, if, is, if you, is he the YouTube rapper? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking okay. about then. Yeah, because they had a video. It was like it's called like the YouTube it's called, rapper. It's called YouTube rapper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've I've heard uh, like two or three songs from that guy. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. Not bad. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, he's pretty dope. So where do we go next? So the next song we got "Boom Biddy Bye Bye" by Cypress Hill. Refugee cat with Cypress Hill. Cubans meet the Haitians. Perfect combination. Check it. You say guns, I say we start lies. Well, if you got beef, son, now you tell I won't die. You'll meet me on an island where the Cubans meet the Haitians. Our boat meets the verbal lyrical assassination. From LA to Brooklyn, why you doing all that talking? Think you got a soul, but you're a dead man walk. Yo, toast the host. From coasts, we boast when we meet again. I will be Casper, that friendly ghost. Yo, hear shots like the show cops. Things are still the same, I'm still throwing crops. Why Clef would be real? Let me build better, yeah. Kill a beat, kid. Yo, Boom, biddy, bye, bye. It's good stuff, man. Like, of course, my introduction was insane in the membrane. <laughs> right. Yep, that was my yeah. introduction too with my brother. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember fucking the first time I fucking listened to Cypress Hill was literally hits from the bong. Right. And my sister a- took me over to this girl's house and we're fucking literally ripping bongs in their laundry room. And it's a tiny ass room. It's fucking like enough to fit a washer and dryer and then barely walk inside. Like the doors can <laughs> barely open. So this is like probably like a, a six by six room. And we're fucking ripping bongs in this shit. No ventilation. That was, like, of course, the <laughs> whole what, point. It's what's called a hot box. Yeah, exactly. That was the whole point. So you can fucking hot box it. So, you know, there's a towel under the door and shit. And my sister's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And so she dips out and shit. And we've already fucking ripped like fucking, I don't know, like five, six bowls out of this fucking bong. And this fucking room is just boxed <laughs> fishbowl as they call it i'm like in sixth seventh grade and this girl you know she's she she she's like you know like <laughs> like a junior senior and shit and she's staring at me all weird and i'm getting funny feelings and my dick is twitching <laughs> and i'm thinking really evil thoughts and shit and we're just staring at each other while this little boom box is just playing this shit in the corner and we're just literally just lost in each other, just staring at each other like, you going to do something? You going to do something? And then next thing you know. What you going to do? What you going to exactly, do? Exactly. It felt like an eternity went by. And then my sister opens the door and it just broke the silence. Right? <laughs> broke the What's, tension. Broke the tension. Like, you going to fuck me? You going to back down right now? <laughs> What's that? Uh, what's that Cypress Hill song that has the melody from "Son of a Preacher Man"? You know, the only boy that could ever teach me what's was a son of a preacher man. man. Yeah, I'm not sure. You man. know, was that? That's not here from a bong, is it? No, no, I don't think but so. you know what I'm talking. You know yeah, what I'm talking they, about. They, they, dude, they've had a lot of tracks. They're still coming out with shit. A yeah. Lot. Oh yeah. Be real was just most recently on uh, Joe Rogan like two months ago. Oh no shit. Yeah. Yeah, talking yeah. about playing in front of a crowd of two million people oh, and Rogan's yeah, that's like, right. what? He was um on, Ro- or, or not on Rogan's, but um, Be Real's little hotbox thing where he's got his yeah. cameras in the car and then yeah. he sits there with you and fucking smokes blunts and oh, joints and okay. literally hotbox your ass and just chills and fucking rogan's like i can't take this anymore man (laughs) no he wasn't tapping out but he was just like like rogan's rogan's beast man he can he's 
you know, he fucking does DMT on a regular basis. So. Yeah, it's just crazy how, how Rogan didn't even start smoking pot until his mid-20s, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, cause it, you know, he was a competition martial artist, and yeah. he was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's for losers. Yeah, that's for losers. And then he smoked it, he's like, damn, this shit opens your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think about shit you don't want to like, think about so you can process it. He smoked a joint, he's like, you know what? I should start a podcast. What is a podcast? Those don't exist yet. Let's start a podcast. Seriously, man. <laughs> Him and Red Band on fucking a webcam off of like, yeah, yeah. like a laptop with a fucking, you know, that was it, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now we're going to roll up into the Butthole Surfers. The song I don't like... mind the sun sometimes. <laughs> the song is called Pepper off the album Electric Larry. Sharon's outlook on the topic of disease. Mikey had a facial scar and Bobby was a racist. They were all in love with dying. They were doing it in Texas. Tommy played piano like a kid out in the rain. And then he lost his leg in Dallas. He was dancing with the train. They were all in love with dying. They were drinking from a fountain that was pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes. The images it shows. I can taste you on my lips and smell you in Cinnamon and sugar and softly spoken lies. You never know just how to look through other people's eyes. <laughs> so I love that song. That's a particular favorite of mine. Yeah. Like I, I remember seeing them. I was um, what was the age we determined that I was earlier? Fourteen. 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 Fifteen. Like, man. I, I, we went to a concert at the TCC. It was a Butthole Surfers, Head PE, and um, God damn it. But anyway, but uh, we went to this. Uh, her name was Nicole. We went to this concert, and she like loved it. And I secretly bought the CD, and then the next day I gave it to her as a gift. I'm like hey, here you go. You know, like <laughs> here's here, here's some brownie points. Here's some brownie points. <laughs> but yeah, like the Butthole Surfers didn't put out a lot of good stuff, to be perfectly honest. And nah, I, it, I had to go through that album and be like, "Wow, this was the only good job." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was their like their one radio worthy like track that you know, like was good. But, I was about like, to it, say, I don't, well, I don't even know who those people are, but I know that song. <laughs> well, having a name like the Butthole Surfers, man, it's like got to be like Smuckers. It's got to be good to be called Smuckers. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's got to be good to be called Smuckers. That that's a good callback, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Now we're going to roll into Dave fucking Matthews band. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is Crash Into Me. Into me. Album Crash. Into me, tie, tie me up again. Who's got the claws in you, my friend? Into your heart, heart beat again. Sweet like candy to my soul. So for me, Dave Matthews Band is like that one band that makes me like feel like I'm on my period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just emotional and angsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. 
That's hilarious, because for me, it makes me feel, like, really relaxed, like I'm on a beach or something. It's like Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> it's like Jimmy Buffett. So, so, like, you got parrot heads, what would you call him? What would you call a, a Dave Matthews fan? Like, uh, God, I came up with so many vulgar things I don't want to say. <laughs> say it. I don't give a fuck, dude. This is explicit. I got explicit on my title on the fucking I was gonna, iTunes. I was going to... I was going to say a pussyhead. There you go. Not taking away anything from Dave Matthews. He's a good musician. Right. Like, just all of his songs are like, oh, I'm on my manzies, and I got to go change my tampon. <laughs> right. Because... No, I never listened to it. It was my my older sister, Jennifer, that was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, was... you know, I've tried. I've tr- genuinely tried because. What's going on here? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's them. It's, it's the man. It's the man. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> I lost my train of thought with that, man. Like, um, like the big thing with J- Dave Matthews, like he's a great musician. Uh huh. But but at the time that he was around, you know, I was an angsty ass teenager, fucking wearing Marilyn Manson shirts. So, uh-huh. so I was like, like this guy's a fucking sissy. This guy's a sissy. He doesn't get pussy. They're not rock and roll at all. <laughs> he's got a guitar. Give me that guitar. You don't deserve that guitar. Go play a fucking harpsichord. Like, come on, man, get out of here. <laughs> Go play a fucking harpsichord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Bringing me, bringing me that mellow ass shit, man. Like, go hang out with. Go hang out with, like, Beethoven and Elton John, man. You can't, like, hit pussy to this shit, you fucking poser. That's not panty dropper shit. Come this, on. This is what you get butthole with. Man butthole with. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and as and you know, as a, almost a forty-year-old, I, I, looking back, like he's a very talented musician. But at the time, you were four when the shit came out. No, I said I, I said almost as a forty-year-old. I understand. Oh, I thought you said oh. four-year-old. I was like, you were four years. I heard four. Also. <laughs> this motherfucker's a time traveler. <laughs> we're talking to a real lifetime traveler. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally only like three years away from being forty. And like, and, I know. And like. <laughs> But, you know, like, looking back, I can understand that now, like, that he's a good musician, but, like, at the time that he was out for, like, a youth like me, right? Like, man, I was like, man, dude, fucking, go get your shit together, you're not hardcore. <laughs> exactly, but at the same time, man, you know, it was a youth like us, we were in our teens, but anybody that was in their 20s, early 30s, yeah. like, he was dropping panties. What was, what was another, I can't think of another big song he did God, there think... was just so many just <laughs> just you know anything that you can twang a fucking and, acoustic guitar this is how I feel when I talk with a voice like this. When I Sorry. sing about you, I feel so <laughs> soft in the dick. Alright, so. I, I, I got dumped and I don't like it. Uh, it makes me feel bad. <laughs> bad. Alright. Sorry, let's, we're going on a rant. Sorry. Let's go to the next track. This is easy. <laughs> The motherfucking real straight off the streets of motherfucking Compton. Everything's good in my hood and it's on and popping easy. Motherfucking E from Eastside, South Compton. Straight giving up the real on how a nigga feel. Talk that shit, motherfuckers, caps get peeled. Laying low in the cut. 
getting high in the motherfucker. Niggas know what's up. I'm that gangster, gangster. Is that what they're still yelling? Nigga G to a T, sagging and bailing. Live by the gun. You know what I'm saying, Ren? Yeah. So I guess I'll die by that motherfucker then. So when I die, niggas bury me. Make sure my shit reads easy, motherfucking E. That makes me want to crack a 40 and smoke a blunt. Crack a 40 and smoke a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe pour some out for my homies a little bit. Pour yeah. some out. Pouring some out for the homies. Dude, that reminds me of fucking Austin Powers, fucking Dr. Evil. Dude, what, it makes me, what it makes me think of is uh, Don't Be a Menace while in South Central. Mm-hmm. When he, he's like, this is something for my homies. And he's like, Pours on a pile of dead dudes. Yeah, that's fucking. That's <laughs> Doctor Evil, dude. I remember when you introduced yeah. me to Austin Powers. That's right. That's we went right, to. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's go see this movie. I'm like, well, what the fuck are we about to watch? <laughs> like at that at that point in time, I had no grasp on movies, television well, the, shows, like anything. Like I was chasing pussy so hard that anything Keith was like, dude, we gotta go see this. I'm like, fuck it, let's go see this. <laughs> well, like when when you and I like when we really like our our friendship like solidified we were like from two different worlds oh yeah and, yeah and we kind of like exposed each other to things yeah you know? yeah that's what you, was you know, dope. Like, so like uh like going to Aust- i was like dude we gotta go to this <laughs> like this is gonna exactly. be funny <laughs> yeah yeah that's the way that me and you never were like because of what we came from and you know our background and stuff we were never you know like oh that's fucking stupid like i don't want to do that yeah. like we were always just like fuck yeah man let's check it out see what happens yeah, and we the, the, like on our last uh, when worlds collide, we talked about nineties clicks. You and I were in completely different clicks. Oh, completely and, different. They, yeah. it, you know, and that's kind of what made it unique because, like, me the skater boy is going to go hang out with a kid with a shaved head that listens to rap music, right? The fucking gangster and, and, and shit. Yeah, and, you know, and then I'm sure you got that on your side too. Yeah, but, but I didn't give a fuck. I was like, this yeah. is my boy. Like, I've known him since fucking day one. Like, this is yeah, my dude. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. That's 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 what's uh, so awesome about like uh, our friendship, man. Because we came up from two completely different areas, exactly. and 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 then we're like, dude, let, let's fucking hang out, man. This is fun, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a, it's just me and you, you are the same way. It's like whatever's fucking dope, whatever's dope, man. You know? Yeah. Do you? Um, we might have talked about this before, dude. But do you remember the time um, we were fucking around and I I uh, kicked you in the nuts? Oh yeah, it's been a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then you were like, "All right, dude, you can let me kick you in the nuts right now, or I'm gonna catch you off guard and just slam you when you're not paying attention." <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm like, "All right, man. All right, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it, man." It was, it was, it just reminded me so much of fucking Biodome and shit. You know, yeah, the free like, just mahi just mahi. <laughs> Hit me with the mahi mahi, man. <laughs> and I remember getting nailed, and just like. <laughs> <laughs> so That's, that story's neither here nor there. <laughs> it don't matter, man. <laughs> now we're gonna move on into Mr. Eminem. Oh, okay. now this is his first like single release. It's called Infinite. <laughs> Ayo, my pen and paper cause a chain reaction To get your brain relaxing A zaniac, a maniac, an accent A brainiac, a fact, son You mainly lack attraction You look insanely whack when just a fraction of my tracks runs 
My rhyming skills got you climbing hills. I travel through your mind until your spine like siren drills. I'm sliming grills of roaches with spray to disinfectants. With the next of rappers to this final column disconnects. With this index and check the monologue. Turn your system up. Twist them up and indulge in the marijuana smog. This is the season for noise pollution, contamination, examination of more cartoons than animation. My lamination of narration. Hit the snare and bass in a track for duck rapper interrogation. When I declare invasion, there ain't no. Yeah, that's 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 a long way before I believe he even got signed by Dr. Dre. Well, I've been a pretty consistent fan of Eminem, and I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Like, like uh, I remember having the cassette tape of um, the one the one that was after the Eminem show. I forget that one. Ooh, that was called. Curtain Call. Curtain What's Call. That? Is it, was curtain it call? Curtain Call? I'm pretty sure it's Curtain Call. Okay. Well, curtain uh, Call. Well, I, well, I remember having the cassette tape and like, just listening to it. Clean out my closet. What? I'm sorry, Mama. Oh, <laughs> I never meant closet. to hurt you. I'm coming out <laughs> the closet. Like, I remember Nate Dog was on that album. and like that, that was good stuff, man. Like And even today, I still enjoy his shit. Like, uh, it's kind of a... It's, couple of years old but um you know the song rap god yeah rap god good yeah like the fucking video for that was next level dude he uses max hedrum dude if you guys out there don't know who max hedrum is fucking look it up Seriously. do yourself a favor that's some fucking the core of mt mtv right there i'm sorry now yeah. i got the hiccups <laughs> like I, I always loved max hedrum i forget the actor's name like he's been in a lot of stuff he was the, he was the guy in um he was the uh, the main movie role I can think of him. For, he was in um, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, and he was he he was just in that movie. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's a, he's a big big fucking pulp culture icon. Yeah, exactly. When he like digitizes <laughs> and shit. Yep. <laughs> so where are we at now? So now, oh shit, we are on everybody. Fuck Everybody, Backstreet back Boys. All right, all right. Bring the flame, I'll show you how. Got a question for you, better answer now. Enough of that shit. <laughs> I remember the like, video. I remember that? the video, dude. I remember the video. Oh no! I was, I was, dude, what's that? I don't know if you remember. Remember in uh, at at our high school, there there was a dance mm. competition. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck you call it, but it was in the, the basketball gym, and there was some a kids. dance off. It's it, called a dance off. There you go. It was a fucking dance off, and there were some kids fucking dancing to that shit. Like yeah. yeah. Backstreet Boys was n- not my jam. But All right, you know, see, but that shit was hot it may in have, my era. Oh, I'm sure it was. I guys, respect, you I respect know, that. You guys were like I 14. That. I was like 8 when I first heard this song. <laughs> right, you were I, 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 pinching I, I, I your you raisins. Hear my, 
<laughs> I hope you could hear my deep guttural laugh. <laughs> you don't understand. She was pinching her raisins, no. dancing in her diaper. Hey, man, that's no. her thing. In my that's diaper at eight years old. In Fuck your you. diaper at eight years old with your shitty diaper. Eight years old. Eight not even eight. Oh, fucking monkey now. <laughs> Um, but no, like that shit was like on all the kids bops and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, it was on the kids bop. That shit was big. I just wait, remember wait, wait, going. Was, uh, go was, uh, was, uh, um, um, Timberlake was in that, right? He was, no, not in that group. I think he was group. a little bit later. He was in that group, but I remember going to the, the at our high school, Keith, we were, there was a, uh, like, I don't know, it was a fucking... A rally? Talent show? No. What do they call it when a the rally. the kids have like football? Yeah, it was a rally. It was a rally. Okay, so we were forced because yeah, because they even did like Queen and shit like that. Yeah, like, we are the champ. Forced to go there, and there was a bunch of kids. Fucking, you know, they were gonna do a dance show and whatnot and shit. Oh well, in a, not to interrupt, but I do remember like uh, one dance group came out to that. Like, somebody out there would know this uh, song, but it's like. Da-da-da-da. It's a final oh, countdown. The, the final countdown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no yeah. worries. Yeah, but it was the same kind of thing. Like they were out there fucking dancing to that shit. Like they were just, you know, gonna make it. <laughs> like, oh, dude, yeah. and I, I remember at that same exact rally, I got in trouble because I, I had an outburst. Do you remember that? What outburst? I, did you I have? jumped. I, I jumped up and I said, "Everybody, there's a lobster loose. He's a vengeful lobster. Make sure you have a stick of butter and a fork just in case." I literally got in trouble for that. <laughs> I may have been too stoned for that. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, was, I, I literally remember like standing up in the middle of everybody dancing and like yelling that out, and I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> but like, oh my my, my, te- my teacher like grabbed me and pulled me to the side. Like, Grab a stick of butter and a, and a fork just in case. <laughs> Dude, I still remember fucking Mr. Tony walking around with his trench coat right now. Like, oh, that that's right, man. That's deeply right. ingrained in my soul right now. The boner. Damn, that's crazy, man. Flashback. Yeah. <laughs> Flashback. So now we're going to move on into the the dirty bitch, the Miss Foxy Brown. This song is called I'll Be Off Her Ill Nana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With a pop, brace yourself as I ride on top. Close your eyes as you ride, right out your socks. Don't lose his mind as he grind in the tunnel. Uh. Wanna give me the cash he made off his last bundle? Uh-huh. Nasty girl, won't pass me the world. Uh. I push the beat, not the backseat girl. Don't be broke, the see no she floats. Know the she wrote and keeps the heat close. Uh. Firm nigga, we post to be the illest on three coats. Familia, bigger than egos. Y'all Danny DeVito, small niggas. All I see is the penny ethers. That's all nigga. No shock in this year, raise the bigger. Uh. 15% make the whole world sit up and take notice. Now I take over. Y'all take quotas. Bye bye. That's pretty catchy. That's the, that's the, that's <laughs> pretty the, pretty catchy. Il Nana. Now that girl, she, she rapped about, uh, a lot about taking dick and be, being a bad girl. I don't know anything girl. of what I, she I, said, I mean, but it was very catchily said. Well, she she mostly rapped about being a bad girl, you know, take it in the butt, take it in the mouth, <laughs> take a nut in the motherfucking mouth. I guess I don't care about any of that. I just care <laughs> if I can bob my head to it. Okay. I, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no. The next track, will be, do, do you know a man by the name of Jamiroquai? Oh, virtual. Is that, is, that, is that the one you got queued up? That's the one I got queued up. Here we go. And nothing's going to change. 
dude, that's like that's when I. One of my biggest memories of Jamiroquai was uh, right after that video came out. He was coming out of uh, a restaurant, and he fucking got in a fight with a uh, paparazzi. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, like, ripped the camera away from him and everything. Damn, I wasn't (laughs) aware of that. Yeah, the first time I got introduced to uh, Jamiroquai was fucking my sister Sarah. She was like, yeah, it's fucking catchy as shit. I was like, yeah, you want some psychedelics, ain't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this is a, 1996 was the time of like really innovative music videos. Oh, and uh, yeah. the, the video for that song, it was like um, the floor was like basically a treadmill. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like I remember watching the making of it. Like the walls were stationary, but the floor was omnidirectional. Yeah, it was kind of like that that Michael Jackson. I don't remember that song, but where he was like, you know, like walking on each little square little little checkerboard segment that's uh, billy jean billy jean, billy jean. Love. i put it in her son's butt <laughs> <laughs> but he's not but he's not my son <laughs> but he's not my son or my lover <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, uh no comment all right so now the next song man i got motherfucking johnny cash brother you know how much I love my Johnny Cash, I man. love my Johnny Cash, too. That's why I had to throw him on here. This is Rusty Cage. Gotta break. Gotta break, model Rusty Cage and run. You wired me awake and hit me with the hand of broken nails. You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil. But I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run. I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage. Yeah, dude, that's off of fucking the the Americana number dose. Yeah, dude, there's not many musicians out there that I love more than Johnny Cash. Johnny like, Cash is the shit, dude. He recognizes yeah. fucking real. When he hears some fucking r- lyrics that touch his soul, he's like, you know what? Respect from the old school. He's like, I feel what the new school is doing. He's not ashamed of that. He well, he wasn't ashamed of that shit. Like he would fucking roll with it. You know what I mean? It was it was the man in black, man. Like yeah, exactly. I can't I, I can't I can't say enough good things about Johnny Cash. Fuck like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like like even though he did his own thing, like you know, people even from the old school would be like, oh, that's bullshit. The new shit is coming out with. You know what I mean? He was like, nah, I'm gonna yeah. fucking embrace that. He's yeah, like, he was he was the most folk of the country, the most country of the folk. Exactly. You know, if that makes any sense. No, it does make sense. Like, yeah. You know, like uh, you think about like "Break My Rusty Cage," like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers actually did a cover of that song. Uh huh. And you know, and it's Johnny Cash. Like my God, like I'm over here like fanboying here. I can't help it. But like, there's never been a Johnny Cash album. Like I have all like, dude, I have Johnny Cash vinyls on my wall. That's what's up. Yeah, you know, like, so he's, uh, for me, next to Elvis is, like, you, know, you can make fun all you want, but I love Elvis. No, Elvis <laughs> is dope. Dude, Elvis was the OG rock star, dude. He was the That's original right. rock star. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. Marilyn Manson before Marilyn Manson was shit in <laughs> his right, diapers, man. you know what I mean? He, was he had doing... all the girls screaming, and they're like, oh, that's devil music. Oh, it's ex- devil music. Exactly. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you threw a Johnny Cash uh, song on that, dude, because like I said, I, I can't think of an artist that I honestly love more than that. No, like I've spoke before on previous albums and stuff, well, previous clip albums that we've done from the years and stuff. The Highwayman, Johnny Cash, oh, man, fucking yeah. all them, they just... They, they, I was a sailor. They, they're ingrained <laughs> in my soul. Like, when I'm having a really, really shitty day, like, I'll throw the fucking Highwayman on to make that's it better, right, That's right, that's right. So now we move into fucking corn. Booyah. Oh shit. Adidas. Oh, I know the song. Life is Peachy album. story about how i even came about corn tell me so i <laughs> was out riding my bike and in the middle of the street was a cd i'm assuming someone threw out the in the CD. middle of the street was a middle CD? of the street and it was in my neighborhood too like so outskirts of town like oh. really super weird to find a cd in the middle of the street yeah um, and I'm like, you got, man, you got this gift, looks weird. You got, you got gifted a corn album. Exactly. The gods shell, <laughs> shed it down. They rained down a CD yeah. upon you. Except I turned it around, and it was scratched as shit. Oh. And I'm like, well. That's probably why they threw it out, because exactly. it was skipping in the disc player. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, whatever. I don't know who corn is. I'm going to fucking plug it in. Like, this shit looks weird. I'm pretty sure it had the doll on the, the cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. So I was like, this shit looks like fucking demented or some shit. And I was like, let's play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Li- so, Life is Peachy was an amazing album. Yeah. Life is Peachy was an awesome album. And that was the first time I got introduced to that. Yeah, Same time yeah. you found that in the street, Miss Bears, all mm-hmm. scratched up. <laughs> Mr. Rufus. I mean, probably not the same time, because I was four years old. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Mr. Rufus the villain. I was probably like eight when I actually I, found I, it. Right. I'm saying, you know, the the album. Right. The introduction. Mr. Rufus the villain was like, dude, check this fucking shit out. And the first thing I fucking heard was not that song. It was Twist. Oh, yeah. That song, that song still makes me want to break things, dude. Just seriously, that was, <laughs> I remember that was literally the first song. Yeah, I remember, I remember playing that for you. That I was the I was first like, I was, I was like, song dude, you dude. introduced me was, to. 
I was like, dude, listen to this shit. That shit, li- it literally wanted me, it wanted me break, break shit. Yeah, <laughs> imagine makes, makes me want to like to turn that. the knob all the way up to 11, pull it off, and just throw it against the wall. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you like, know, no other music can ever be lower than this. You know, touch this, this volume. This is where it's at. Imagine you're eight years old and you come across this album. Oh, man. Did you oh, shit man. your pampers? Fucking just was like, whoa. You shit your pampers. Like, what is this? I'm going to grab a beer, guys. It's fucking weird. Go ahead, go ahead. Cool. Like, I don't understand. Right? Because this was like, even before I met, like, Disturbed and shit like that, where they introduced those weird little, the weird little vocals that are in there, where Corn is like, and Disturbed is like, like, I don't know. It was just, it was the first introduction into that world, man. And it was, it was amazing. Even though there were skips in the song, obviously, because the CD was, but it just, it was amazing. There's no other words for it. And it was just, (laughs) it was just so out there and weird and just so powerful even though there was no fucking lyrics behind it you were just like wow it just gave the the energy off of that song it is super weird very very weird um before we before we move on from corn i have to bring up something real quick like like sorry i was i was away but i was like i heard you guys like wrapping it up so i had to bring up something real quick like uh speaking english speaking english i'm fucking dude he's not speaking english you can go ahead put that over there jesus christ i'm just saying right now okay but you don't gotta destroy things okay mic tech (laughs) (laughs) holy moly that was the first time i stood up since i've been drinking so things (laughs) that'll happen (laughs) things are mid swimmy all right. All right. Let's get, jump get, on. Got them deer legs. Well, before you move on, I I, I want to bring up something real quick. Bambi legs. Go ahead. So I noticed uh, in that time that that album came out, uh-huh. there was there was this weird like merger of like kids that were into rap, kids that were into metal, mm-hmm. and like and uh, like for some reason I noticed that a lot of kids that didn't listen to any metal at all, they were starting to listen to corn. Mm. Which which was your case, dude? Corn like, was crazy. Like I remember seeing that shit on MTV when they wrecked a Lamborghini in their video. I was like, <laughs> that's that's uh, that was a Ferrari. Uh, got the I'm life. sorry. Yeah, I was like, God, the life. I was like, God, told me, dude. These motherfuckers <laughs> are destroying Lamborghini or Ferraris. Like, what is going on? They light that shit on fire, too. Exactly. That's why I was like, dude, I don't understand. Like, these rappers are like, you know, I'm rolling around a Ferrari. I'm rolling around in a Lamborghini. These motherfuckers are throwing that shit off a cliff. I was like, no <laughs> way. Like, these dudes are big. Like, these dudes are just blowing up. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all. I just needed to add that. Let's move forward, sir. That was that giggity goo. Now we're going to roll on into <laughs> Miss. Little Kim. Now this is a dirty oh, that little... was a. I mean, you remember the uh, remember the rumor that she had to get her stomach pumped from sucking too much dick. Yes. <laughs> well, she swallowed so much cum. Her her stomach was filled with so much semens that <laughs> she had to get it pumped because it, that... it was a bunch of sailors. A bunch of sailors. <laughs> it was a whole fucking air base in Wait, her stomach. Pause. 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 What? What? 
would that have to do with anything? Like, it's just a rumor, you know, like Paris Hilton, like, oh my god, she's like, suck it was, dick. It was just, it was just a paparazzi thing. It was like, oh yeah, she had to go get her stomach pumped because she sucked too many dicks. There you, you know? go. Yeah. I just, okay. Yeah, this is low cam, big mama. Did, did, dude, did I did I hear Janis Jackson took it in the butt? She says she took it in the butt. She wanted to come like 21, 21 or something like that. I don't know. I heard, it, I heard Janis Jackson took it in the butt. That's I'm what so, I heard. I'm sorry. If bitch wants to come 21 times, like I'm cutting you off at 10. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are so not PG. <laughs> no, like I said, dude, my iTunes is me too, man. Is, I'm saying, I'm it's there. set at explicit, so don't listen with your children around. So now parental, parental advisory. Exactly. If if you don't know <laughs> from the get go, now you know. So my my next track is literally from Machiavelli, which you spoke of earlier. Oh, nice. When nice. we talked about you know Tupac, because dude. Dude's dead by now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Machiavelli, the whole thing is like that whole idea. Well, the whole thing about Machiavelli is he rose from the dead. Exactly. So Mm. this is Machiavelli Toss It Up from the Don Caluminati. Oh, dude, I already know this shit. Hell yeah. Father, help us all. Since you supplied your phone number, I can't help but call. Time for action, conversating. We relaxing, kicking back. Got you curious for love, passion. Now picture that. Turn, kissing, hand, full of hair. Look in my eyes. Time to make the bed rock. Baby, look how it rise. Me and you moving in the new. Do it in the living room. Sweating up the sheets. It's the thug in me. I mean, no disrespect. And when I turn, kiss your neck. I go a long way to get you wet. What you expect? Late night, hit the highway. Drop the top. I pull over, getting busy in the parking lot. Dude, there's never going to be another Tupac, man. No. Never going to be another There's Tupac. never going to be. A lot of kids now, they're like, I don't know what you see in Tupac. It was like, dude, it, he wasn't just a rapper. He was a fucking poet. Like, he yeah, can, dude, yeah. Legit. He was a linguistic artist. Like, he can fucking... He was a cunning linguist. <laughs> exactly, exactly, dude. Like, he could fucking flow. Like, a lot of people, it's all about the beat what? now. With this generation, it's all about that, like, trap beat. That... Yeah. Like, fucking... It's just the same shit over and, and over. Rap, it, exactly. It. And it's not even about, like, what they're saying. In our generation, it was about what they're saying. Being, it wasn't... It's being clever. It's it, being clever, yeah, being smart. Exactly. Being, be, you know, and, like, the, the big thing that I have to get, like... With Tupac, for me, I really love his delivery. Exactly. Like, just, yeah. like, the sound of his voice as he's, like, saying the words. Like, there, there's so many guys out now, they're like, okay, I'm fast, or I mumble, or, like... But there's no intelligence behind what you're no, doing No, fuck no. It's just, I got this amount of money, I got this jewelry on, I got this belt, I got these pants that are pre-worn. Like, yeah. that's it, man. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. To, there's... Well, I, I watch a lot of YouTube stuff to where, like, uh, have you ever heard of the show Hot Ones? Yeah, yeah, oh, I love yeah. Hot Ones. 
Yeah, dude, like he has a lot of these fucking mumble rappers on there that are like right. 23, 23 years old, and their faces are all tattooed, and mm. like they're, and then you like I'll never know who these people are, and then like okay, so they're on hot ones. I'll like let's see who these people are, and then I play thirteen seconds of their music, and like this is fucking garbage. You're like I'm done. Well, the yeah. thing that he does is like he plays what's hot, you know, because ever all the kids are gonna look up, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know what are their fucking names. Mr. Right. Popcorn. Mr. Popcorn. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Popcorn. popcorn. That's, got, that, that's gonna be our new fucking catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, just because all the kids know him, you know, he's able to to gain that audience because I mean, I honestly think he's entertaining. He doesn't need to bring on what's hot. He can have you, interview have, have people you... from like twenty years ago and I'd probably still watch. Have you seen the episodes with uh, Gordon Ramsay and Alton Brown? Oh yeah, yeah, those are yeah, dude, dude. See, that's that's what that show is about. Yeah, seriously. Not, not these ta- not these tattooed faced twenty three year olds. Bloody it's, hell! <laughs> this is fucking poison. This is like eating <laughs> buttery acid. It's <laughs> bleeding, from, bleeding from my asshole. Bleeding from my asshole already. Like, yeah, dude, that's fucking just great, dude. He's all—he's literally like squirting mustard in his mouth and shit. <laughs> oh god, it's great. All right, where are we at now, bro? So now we're gonna roll on. We're gonna roll on into fucking Marilyn Manson. Mm. Well, the you know, you know my affinity for this. Oh, oh, the Dude, you introduced me to this. That's why all my fucking music ears are so widely influenced because I go from what I like to what I've been influenced to. Yeah. So let it play, motherfucker. <laughs> You can't smell your own shit on your knees. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, here's the thing about that song whether you like Marilyn Manson or not, that guitar riff. Is the catchiest fucking guitar riff ever. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how, like I said, you introduced me to that shit. And like I said, a lot I was open to a lot of shit. And when you fucking showed me that and you fucking played me fucking Marilyn Manson, I was like, that's fucking good. Like this motherfucker, like no, like I could hear when shit is like fucking awful and when shit is fucking good, and I was like, dude, no, this dude's got something, mm-hmm. right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? It, well, my introduction to Marilyn Manson was an album called Toy Box. I want to say it came out in '94. Yeah, it was like '94, '95. Yeah, I got yeah, that. Yeah. I think I got that so, in some clips. Yeah, so like uh, Manson was one of these things that he was like, uh, he was basically the new Alice Cooper. Mm, exactly. Dude, you hit the nail on the head right there. Yeah, he, he was basically the new Alice Cooper. Like, exactly. he was the new, like, shock musician. Like, he was, cra- it, it, he was cra- crazy, painted his face. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to say, the shock musician. Yeah, and like, and he, and everybody, I remember, like, being very, um, 
a lot of my a lot of my uh, family was like, oh, he's satanic, he's satanic. Mm-hmm. No, no, he's not. He actually mm-hmm. talks Whatever. about religion all the time. Exactly. <laughs> he like, talks about religion all the time. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head when you said shock musician. That's exactly what it was, dude. Because back in the day, think about like Kiss. Like people were like, "Oh my god, this is the devil." And you listen to Kiss now, and you're like, "Like that's some pansy shit." Yeah, where are you hearing the devil from? That's not the fucking devil. (laughs) It's just that he was was scary looking. Yeah, if you you went back to Elvis, it's like, dude, the people were saying, "Oh, that's a devil." Elvis wasn't the devil. Johnny Cash (laughs) wasn't the devil. Like, what the fuck are you people freaking out on? When you look at Marilyn Manson now, he's not a very scary-looking guy. No, fuck no, dude. He's getting, yeah, at the same time, he sat down because he's like getting booed off stages and whatnot, you know? Yeah. By well, people. My, my very first experience with Marilyn... My very first experience with Marilyn Manson live was at... Excuse me. It was at OzFest 19, 1998. Well, okay. And uh, we were in Phoenix, and uh, Pantera played, and... Um, Cut. But but anyway, like okay, so they wheel out this uh, they wheel out this uh, what do you call it? Not an altar. Uh, what what a priest stands behind is it an altar? An altar, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, or, so they wheel this out on the stage, and then the stage goes dark, and then the stage lights up, and it has that uh, Antichrist superstar symbol behind him. You know the the arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, and he's standing there looking like a marionette puppet, and like he's like he's got his arms up, and he's like. Uh, kind of like suspending himself looking like he's like on strings uh-huh. and the and the the uh the the melody you know starts starts playing and he starts like moving around yeah. and then this and then the song starts and he does the entire and the entire song standing behind that altar and it did it, it fucking the crowd was amazing man yeah like, that's fucking <laughs> awesome like it's crazy like people tr- hate fucking hate trent reznor but, oh, the Reznor's amazing. No, no, but that sound, like the way it was produced for Manson, yeah. is yeah, well, all he produced because that album, of Trent. Right? Exactly, yeah, it's all because of fucking Trent. Like, I didn't realize that it went fucking from Manson to Trent to fucking Dre. Like, that was yeah, the yeah. whole the whole fucking scheme of everything that went down. Like, that was the whole fucking company. And I'm like, no wonder <laughs> this shit sounded fucking amazing. Yeah, well, like, again, I'll harken back to what I was just saying. You know, like, that riff. Exactly. Like, can you think of anything more catchy than that? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff out there, but, like... Dude, when it comes to when it comes to metal, the dun, 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 exactly dun, dun, dun. from the nineties, you play that riff for somebody, they're going, "Oh my god, that's Manson." Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. The whole fucking decade of the nineties is like that's fucking Manson. I actually spent like six months learning that song on guitar. Nice, oh, that's yeah. adorable. Nice. That was the only song. Like that was my first song. I was like, I wonder if I can play guitar because I, I that went... makes my nipples hard over here. <laughs> I was in band <laughs> and I was learning me too. <laughs> uh, like percussion and, and drums and stuff like that. And I was like, man, this song makes me want to learn guitar. So that was the first song that mm-hmm. I actually. Well, it's if you th- if you think about guitar, if you, if you think I, about I never it, did anything I'm else s- with that. I'm sorry, Sarah Bears. I talked over you. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I I'm done now. <laughs> well, what I was saying is like if you think about it, like that is the most like quintessential power chord ever. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying like there's a lot of like Pantera and stuff like that. Well, for our generation anyway, yeah. from from yeah. our generation to the next generation, yeah, exactly. So now we are going to move into fucking Master P. Now, oh yeah, this motherfucker. Like I said, when Biggie died, 
Tupac died, somebody had to fill the void, and it wasn't up to Mm-mm. par, but it's what we fucking had. And this is a masterpiece. Bout it, bout it. Well, dude, I still, I still use that to the same. I'm bad about it. I'm bad about it. I'm bad about it, motherfucker. you, you want, you want to go and do this? I'm bad about it. I'm bad it, motherfucker. Yeah, I used to do that shit all the time. Well, actually, I still say that shit all the time. Can't lie, man. Master P was not one that I'm super familiar with. No, Master P, like his No Limit record group, like he. I mean, you got a hand to the dude. Like, he came up from literally nothing. He was selling drugs. And then he started making, you know, he's like, you know what? Tupac, fucking Biggie died. He was like, we there's a void. Like, let's fucking bring something. There was the East, West Coast shit going on. Let's do something from the South. You know, Louisiana. There you go. There you go. And that's exactly where it came from. He was like, he started selling fucking albums with him and his own brothers. That's what was more, you know, kind of cool because he, he kept it in the family. He was like, I'm going to do my brothers, my younger brothers and whatnot. We're going to make music and we're going to sell this shit from the trunks of our cars. And that's how they became. And dude, dude's a millionaire now. And that's <laughs> all they did. They pushed fucking cassette tapes and CDs from the trunks of their cars and became fucking millionaires. Well, you remember his episode of Cribs? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> now, I, like, go ahead. The big thing, big thing with me is like uh, he was the first one I remember that like had a grill, and I still can't get behind. Oh that. yeah! Well, that was <laughs> a big thing from the South, like Louisiana, Texas area. It was that was a big thing. It was the whole grill, like you, you know, you didn't case your teeth in like a mouth guard that would be like you know, let's say like for boxing, fighting, whatnot. It wasn't foam. It was literally gold or platinum <laughs> or diamonds. Like, that was a big thing, man. That was a whole fucking shit in that fucking era. Now we're going to move into a dude. All right. His name is MC Suge. Now, this dude is a local boy. He is from the state of fucking Arizona. And my sister Jennifer, she actually knows this dude personally. What? Yeah, she knew this dude personally. I got a couple tracks off this dude. This is MC Suge, 86 The Madness. Now, I first heard this shit in Sam Goody. I don't know if you guys remember Sam Goody. Oh, man. Yeah, where you can go in. There was a new CD, and there was like several stations where you can put headphones on your fucking head and listen to the new release before you would buy it. So you would Was grab- that only in the Sam Goody? I don't know, but as far as I was introduced, it was in the Sam Goody. Okay. And you could put the headphones on, and the CD was right underneath. So it was like, you like this? There you go. When you, when okay. you could push a button, it changed different CDs. Yeah, you can change different CDs, but the CD was right under it. So it was like, you like this shit? 
Right. You walk up to the register and you fucking buy it because that was like here, like here's a sample. Exactly. That was Sam Goody. It was like the fucking the best buy back in the day. Let your brains hang out. I remember that. I remember that. I remember hearing that. That's we're fucking. From, we're from Tucson. We're from Tucson. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking MC Suge, man. Now I got one more track by that dude. That's fucking. This is uh, off his album. Like I said, '86, The Madness. Nothing but props. Oh. Man. Side of Tucson, niggas getting hit with that boot, son. With your weak frown, put your heat down, take a seat, clown, or get your ass beat down. Cops trying to roll on the shookster, niggas kick they heat, cause that ain't no good, sir. Night stalker, slick walker, back the fuck up, motherfucking shit talker. Cause I'm coming through like a meat cleaver, leave it to beaver, fuck a bitch, then leave her. Niggas rolling deep ride, I got niggas on the north side, west side, east side, and they got love for it. And shit's like bursa, so it gets Fucking MC Shug, man. <laughs> like I, I remember listening to that when she had the, she actually had the CD, right? Yeah, I bought the CD from fucking Sam Goody, man. I was like, you know this dude? She was like, holy shit. She was like, I went to high school with that motherfucker. I was like, no shit. <laughs> it's pretty catchy. <laughs> I, I, I remember listening to it, like, and it took me a while to get into rap, but like. Dude, definitely remember hearing that definitely I remember, remember hearing that i remember listening to that fucking cd while i was fucking skateboarding on my fucking <laughs> back porch at my grandparents house yeah so on now, a banana on a banana skateboard <laughs> so now we roll into fucking nas street dreams it was written oh my god I know that line. 
<laughs> what's the what's the it's a play on sweet dreams one four for a square headed for delaware with one change of gear nothing on my mind but the dimes that we blaze with the glaze in my eye that we find when we crave dollars and cents a fugitive with two attempts jake's had no trace of the face now they draw a print though i'm innocent to proven guilty I'm a yeah that sweet dreams i mean everything as far as like jazz fucking rap r&b like everything sampled no oh, that's what the that's what it that was the style that's, yeah yeah seriously like, it, it, yeah like you took influence from something and then like made it made it your own mm-hmm. yeah that's how this way everything is still today like everything you grab a little piece of the old school and bring it to the new school yeah i personally never owned a nas album right but, I, 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 can I honestly, do know that song though. Yeah, I can honestly say I never owned a a Nas album. Evil. I was listening to other shit from fucking people, but you know, I never owned a Nas album. I, I remember, uh, God, I remember his album covers. Like he had a he had a lot of he had a lot of really um, a lot of his stuff was uh, what what would you call it like. Um, would you call it East Coast or West Coast as far as like it's like... Uh, it was East Coast because you're from New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I was trying to think of because like uh, during, th- during that time, there was a lot of like East Coast, West Coast when it came to rap and hip hop. So where are we going next? <laughs> well, well, now we're into some some motherfucking outcast. You know oh, outcast? Yeah. This is... Oh, shit. Phone turn up. Outcast. Uh. This is at Lens. At Lens. No, it's... <laughs> that was actually one of my very first uh, hip hop albums that I oh, listen. One of my very first like rap hip hop albums that I listened to on a regular like rotation. Hell yeah, you know what that is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I used to like you just don't care. Dude. Yeah, dude. Like you got me. You got me into Outkast. Like, um, was that the same album as uh, Sorry Miss Jackson or no? No, that, that was, was later. That was that was later. Yeah. I re- yeah, I but I think that was like '97-ish, '98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out- Outcast was kind of like my uh, starting to breach out from like listening to stuff that's like not like screaming and heavy guitars. Right. <laughs> like I was like, all right, I, I can I can listen to these guys. They're good. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they were crazy, man. With the fucking with the flow and everything, they were crazy. Was it a uh, Was it a uh, big boy and Andre? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, Andre okay, three thousand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So my, my favorite my favorite one from Andre was uh, shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> <laughs> shake it like Polaroid picture. So now is 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 a big band that I really wasn't uh, crazy about. Like it wasn't something that I you know seeked out 
and whatnot, but I was very introduced by as well as you, Mr. Rufus the villain, but also Mr. fucking, oh God, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff? Jeff. Do you, my name is Jeff. <laughs> do, do, do you remember Jeff? And my name is Jeff. Yes, of course I do. Who is Jeff? Jeff was, wasn't Jeff your girl, your, uh, no. Oh, sister's boyfriend? No, no. Who's about to say your girlfriend? No, no. She's <laughs> girlfriend. No, Maybe. You, you're, you're gonna have to refresh my I'm, foggy I, ass memory. I'm full of tequila right now, so it may be. Jo- no, not Jeff. George. God damn it, George. 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 Fucking George. George. Dude, George. He's the curious one. Dude, remember we drove his fucking Nova? And Nova. We, I went to my first rave with this. Oh, oh, oh. And he was so fucked up, he couldn't drive. So I, I, had, I took excuse from him. Actually. Yeah, I had to drive his shit into <laughs> the fucking rave. And I was like, dude, I'm so yep. fucked up. First gear, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember, like, because I was, I was huge into the rave scene. I'm like, Buddy, let's go. Come Dude, on. You're going to have so much fun. Ex- you're going to have so much fun. Exactly. Oh <laughs> you're going to have so much fun. <laughs> there was so much put in at that fucking place. You were like, "Dude, stick your head in this speaker. Let's take hey, a yeah. let's take that a was, picture with during, this girl." That was during That that was during my like big big dive in ecstasy. <laughs> oh my god. The women, the women. Ah. Uh, Oh, oh my god, tell me about it. Oh tell me about it. Yeah, the women were such a, the netting was <laughs> juicy as fuck. It, 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 it flows like a water fountain. It flows like it flows like ocean and never stops flowing. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, dude, this was the first dude. He was fucking I remember George being hardcore into fucking rage against the machine. There we go. Yes, sir. Now this song was called Bulls on parade. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, like Zach Zach De La Rocha, the singer of that band, like he was quite interesting. I, I saw them with uh, 311, and uh, Zach De La Rocha actually stopped the show because uh, there was a crowd surfer that got her bra pulled off. What? And like, yeah, yeah, he stopped the show, and he's like, he got you know got real righteous about. It. He's like, okay, this is not why they're here for, which I have to commend him for. Right, right, like, right. He's the white yeah, knight. Okay. Yeah, you know, he's like, he's like, this is not what they're here for. If I see that again, we're stopping the show. Dang. Like, yeah, yeah, and it was at a stadium, man. It was a stadium. It was three eleven. It was three eleven. Uh, Rage Against the Machine and some other fucking random fuckers. I don't remember. That's a whole lot to fucking hold up, man. <laughs> yeah. But he he literally was like, I, if I see that again, I forget the exact speech he like laid out, but he's like. If I see that again, I'm stopping the show. We're not playing for you guys anymore. Hell yeah. But, yeah. but go ahead. You gotta respect you gotta respect that though. No, no, I respect that. He's like, dude, if somebody forcefully pulls another girl's tits out, you know what I mean? Fuck yeah, you. Exactly. You're an asshole. 
if a girl wants to porch, it's out. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know if, if I mean? it's her choice, fuck. If it's her choice, bring it on. Exactly. If it's her choice, <laughs> fucking let's fucking roll with it. But if somebody else yeah. is just like, oh, we're gonna pants you or pull your tits out, fuck you, dude. If a girl mm-hmm. wants to, you know, wee pull her tits out, fuck yeah, baby. That's more power, more power, more power. But if her. a dude comes up behind you and pulls your tits out, and you're like, oh shit, and cover your tits really quick, yeah, no, that's that's not what you wanted, and you know, fuck you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, so so that's that's my big memory from Rage Against the Machine. It was a really good show. Like I remember, me uh, me and a couple of friends of mine, we uh, all bought tickets. It was in Phoenix, and we actually ended up riding in the back of like this pickup truck that had a shell on it. You know what I mean, like the shell camper. Uh huh. So so there was like eight of us stuffed in the back of the shell camper. Goom. <laughs> yeah, we we made it up to the show, and on the way back, we got lost and. <laughs> I, was, I remember, I remember being like so tired from like moshing and like, okay, the concert's over. I just want to get home. I gotta go to school tomorrow morning. <laughs> like, let's just get home. Exactly. You like, I want to be home. Right and then now. you ended up in the middle of the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and, I a, and I met a, and I met a Sasquatch. And you mm. were the only one to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> I met a Sasquatch. Now we're going to move on into fucking Soundgarden. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Now, burden in my hand. Down on the upside. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the opening of that song. Um, uh, something about the river that flows below overhead. Yep. <laughs> something God. weird like that. That motherfucker had the lyrics, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, of course, you know we gotta real quick. Like uh, when it comes to Chris Cornell, we gotta. Have, uh, I don't want to bring things down, but we also have to like give a shout out to like uh, depression and suicide because he was one that took his own life. Exactly, dude. That yeah, shit and that's is fucking that's rough, real. man. That's the same Robin's William fucking window. You know, and, you, and you know how much I love Robin Williams. Like and, I've, yeah. I've been, I've been like, I've been doing research for Robin Williams episode for Nerdy Bones, which is gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. same time. It's like, I mean, shit gets tough. You know, what I mean, shit gets super hard when shit gets over the fucking level. It's like, I don't care how drunk you are, how fucked up yeah. you are, dude. Try and grab a friend. Try and grab somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? If nobody fucking wants to latch on and be like, hey, you know what I mean? I'm fucking here. Then I understand. It's at that moment where you're like, yeah. dude. Well, the, the big thing with the uh, big thing with Robin Williams, uh, not a lot of people know that he actually was diagnosed with uh, Parkinson's. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And uh, he actually, uh, after his death, they actually did a, uh, a biopsy on his brain. And he had, I forget what it's called offhand. But he had a neurological disorder, which he would uh, be—he su- actually would suffer from, uh, you know, after looking at his brain. 
who's actually suffering from delusions and like hallucinations. Yeah, it's a it's a whole you know paranoid schizophrenic shit. You know, what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's like, well, like, it like sets a into your ch- brain. Ch- like uh, Chester from uh, Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Park same thing. Yeah, same thing, dude. It's like when it gets to that point, it's like if you don't have anybody at that last fucking minute that you can grab on that somebody says, hey, you know what I mean? I know what you're feeling. I know what's going on. Like just just, 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 calm, just chill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just calm sleep down. Not even sleep what? on it. Just bro, just just come, just chill just for a minute. Just Zoom, you know, um, with me for a fucking second. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw I, I saw a post on Facebook earlier today. Funny enough, it was a picture of a Chester from uh, Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. and and they said I'd never never pass up the chance to check on your strongest friends. Exactly. You know what I mean? When somebody reaches out to you, it's like you don't know if it just it's that moment. The littlest fucking thing can go such a long way. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. The smallest yeah. thing can go such a long way. You know, and I'm lucky that I've never legitimately suffered from depression. But the, the thing is, is I know people that have had, okay. and I don't, know how, I, I don't know how we got here. Brother, <laughs> I suffer from depression on a fucking daily fucking basis. It's fucking battle. Like, I'm fucking manic where I'm super excited. I'm super, I'm entertaining. I'm the fucking clown. I'm ready to make everybody smile to where it's like, dude, I'm... I'm fucking done. You know what I mean? I get you. I'm fucking fucking done with it. But it's just the small things that will bring me back. Right, right. Well, and I'm I'm sure if I was, like, to be, like, clinically uh, diagnosed, I'm pretty sure I got some weird-ass shit going on in my brain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. But, like, I I, I just want to say, like, uh, just stay in touch with people. Exactly. That's, that's the way I'm, I'm going to put it. That is what is super fucking important. Now yeah. we're going to roll into fucking Red Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, red motherfucking man with fucking Smoke Buddha off his Mudder Waters <laughs> album. Muddy motherfucking waters. With it. Hey, yo, son, I ride around with my hooky tennis to ride around bleeding. Cause I be feeding for that pookie. I smoke the good shit. Save the backyard boogie for all groupies. And I be smoking up the hotel lobby between Moshe's and the Isleys. I'm high I'm holding it down for the beat of the icy. I've always loved uh, Redman's delivery. Dude, Redman okay. and Method Man, they're fucking dope. Like, my my favorite's uh, The Rock Wilder. Dude, The Rock Wilder is fucking sick as fuck, where they pass the electricity to each other. <laughs> and they just. <laughs> and it's, it's like a metaphor. It's how they always been off each other. Fucking Method Man and Redman, it's like they always pass the electricity to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, it's your turn, spit. Yeah. What what are, what are their nicknames? It's uh the cow and uh what's the that? Cow what's the meth- and the cow. God, what? It, yeah, what is fucking method man? I don't I don't, I don't remember, man. Yeah, I, I remember. can't think of fucking method. Oh, Mads, is that but... uh, doc something? The doc. The doc? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, I actually had some fucking rap knowledge there for a second. Mm, Holy there shit! There you go. Yeah, I know. Fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Like I said, <laughs> I was introduced to the fucking East Coast at a fucking a later date in my life because like I've spoke before, it's like the whole thing was like the East Coast, West Coast fucking shit. It was like, well, we're well, closer and, to the Well, and the thing is, is the way they spit's completely different. Oh, completely different. And we're, we're closer to the West Coast, so it's like I'm with the West Coast, you know what I mean? I'm with Tupac, I'm with Snoop, I'm with the Dog Pound, everything fucking West Coast. The East Coast is just totally fucking different. Yeah, well, like, uh, here's my uh, outsider looking in, like, so when like I listen to like West Coast rap, it's more of like a flow. It's more of like this rolling thing, right? And then, and then when you have East Coast rap, it's like choppy, but it's still very clever and rhymes. But it's like mm-hmm. choppy on the way like their delivery is. Yeah, it's it, it's very different from the West Coast. So now we're gonna <laughs> roll on into the Spin Doctors. Nice. Little Miss can't be wrong. That was that fucking 90s hippie rock. That was 90s hippie rock. Fuck, exactly. That was Vietnamese can't be wrong. Let's go hit the bong. Let's go hit the bong. Play with my bean till it can't be wrong. Go ahead, Barry. Reminds me of that like fucking Cotton Eye Joe shit. Oh, Cotton Eye Joe. Except that was like five years later. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's very much what it sounded like. I don't need a cut, not Joe. I've been married since a long time ago. <laughs> it's so catchy, but you know you shouldn't like it. <laughs> you know you shouldn't like it, but you like it. That, it's like listening that to band. a Taylor Swift song or something. Right. That, that, band's, that band's called the Rednecks. Mm-hmm. So, they did. Cut, Joe. Now we're I've been jump. married since a long time ago. Sorry, I had to do it again. <laughs> so now we're going to jump on into Sublime. Oh, dude. Oh, this is my heart right here. Yeah, this this debut album, Sublime, with Santeria. I spent it all. <laughs> <laughs> ah, baby. I really want to say I can't. Yeah, my sister Sarah, she was she was really about fucking sublime, man. That's the fir- that's the first time I heard the phrase Sancho. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I heard like, oh, it's a Sancho. You know, like <laughs> it's a Sancho. That's a, it's that, the that's, other that's, guy. <laughs> yeah, that if you guys don't know, Sancho is like uh your girlfriend's other dude. That's Sancho. Exactly. That's not yeah. her boyfriend. That's I was, her I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's her other boyfriend. <laughs> and then to the other boyfriend, you might be Sancho. Like, you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, like, so 
for me when when Sublime hits the airwaves, man, I want to fucking pull out pull out the the bubbler, pull out the fucking like Sublime is the one that like makes me the most mellow. Okay. Like when when I when I hear Sublime, it like I could have the worst day ever and just throw on like 40 ounces to freedom, throw on like uh Santeria like yeah. we just listened to and like just like it, it's just so good, man. Like it's that exactly. uh well, Bradley Knoll grew up in California, but uh, oh, if you guys didn't know, Bradley Knoll's a singer of Sublime, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, he actually grew up in California, but his mother and father were missionaries to Jamaica, so that's where he got the influence of the Rasta music, mm-hmm. and thus the birth of dub. Exactly, you know, well, fucking dub. You, you get that, you know, from that you get Cottonmouth Kings, you get 311. I feel like that's the type of shit that, like, if you just go camping and you look up at the stars and you get really fucking that's high right. and you just but, chill the fuck out. That's right. Like, there's that, there's just something about that sound that is inherently relaxing to the human body, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just something about, like, um, you know the song The Wrong Way? Mm-hmm. You know, that song's about a, a girl that turns to prostitution. But it's still a fucking mellow ass song, right? <laughs> you know, it's like okay, let's let's just kick back and fucking puff a hooter and and you know like <laughs> blow smoke blow smoke rings and like we're gonna listen to a song about a girl turning to prostitution and her dad is not happy about it and her and her brothers are like okay do whatever and uh, let's just get high and like whatever this is all good this is good music, right? It, it's so strange the way he can. Uh have that effect of mellow no matter what he's saying you know what right, no matter what right. his lyrics are trying to you know tell you well i think it's a i think it's a um this is the first time i've ever actually even thought about it but i on, honestly think that like you know the reggaeton reggae music actually is like a binary algorithm that just calms you down like din, 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 din. you know what i'm talking about it's right. just like a scientific fact yeah you know like think about like uh have you ever been? Have you ever listened to a Bob Marley song and been upset? Oh hell no! <laughs> there you go. That's my point. <laughs> like, you, you listen you, if you're upset, and then it all goes away. Sarah Bears, how do you feel about Three Eleven? Oh, I love them. We, uh, oh, I think we've covered them in, in a, another, I don't know, year of the music episodes. Yeah, they're they're a personal favorite of mine. Like, uh, there's a particular song they have called "Beyond the Gray Sky." I'm sure you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can be, I can be so distraught that I have tears in my eyes, and throw that song on, and I just like fuck. You know, like everything's everything's okay. I'm gonna be just fine. Right. You know, so like, that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry about my reminiscing on fucking Brad Noel and Sublime. <laughs> no, it's fine. Three Eleven, Sublime, they're all fair game, man. You ever, you ever listen? You ever listen to any uh, Cottonmouth Kings? Oh yeah, he. I, yeah. I was blasting that the other day. And yeah, which one? Which one? Which one? Oh God! Uh, Summer Sky. So, oh, nice. It, it was that nice. album. Um, I actually played a MMO, which was like very heavy on like the grinding aspect of like you know you just got to do shit over and over and over again. And I would listen to Cottonmouth yeah. Kings, and it would just fucking like fall into the abyss of just everything's okay. So what's the, what's the chorus? Uh, Come along to the sun. Ah, fuck! I forget. Anyway, anyway, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next song. The the the, the last. Well, not the last song, but I got two more two more clips here. 
Uh-huh. Now, I got fucking... Woo-ha! You know got you all one check. Exactly! <laughs> Motherfucking Buster Rhymes. That's all you had to do, all you had to do. <laughs> I got the suicidal moves that make you break your neck. Dude, I fucking love that song. God damn it, I love that song. Before you start, I got that song. I got the suicide. I got the suicidal moves that make you break your neck. Woo-ha! You said I sounded like Boomhauer before I started this song. Dude, you still sound like Boomhauer. I said, I said, woo-ha. Okay, I'll woo-ha. Dangle, dangle, boy. Dangle, dangle, boy. Come on, call me Boomhauer. You don't know, you don't know who I am, but I know where you live. Boom Howard. Yeah, let me talk to Peg. You don't know who I am, but I know who you are. Uh, can I can I talk to Peggy? <laughs> oh shit. So the last clip I have is fucking weird Al Yankovic. Oh shit. This is Amish motherfucking paradise. Now I know Mr. Rufus, you were like oh, yeah. we were talking about doing ninety six and like, oh shit, that's gangster paradise, that's cool. I was like, No man, it's ninety five. <laughs> but Weird Al turn, covered that turn shit. A, turn a lot of butter. <laughs> As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize and realize she's very clean. Clean. Perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool and I have been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land. I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my and a beard. chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're going to party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish pair. <laughs> that was that was one of those songs I used to actually pay for to watch on the box. <laughs> the box. Oh, what is the box? <laughs> the box. Back in the day, we didn't have fucking like MTV. MTV didn't, yeah, we, if you we, didn't have cable, that's you had the box. Yeah, you didn't have that like total request live. This was something that came on the rabbit ears what? with your that's you right. know your antennae with your tin foil wrapped to it and shit. Uh-huh. And basically, I used, to, what, I used to get in trouble for ordering videos because it would come through on our. Uh, <laughs> On our uh, phone bill. Exactly. And what you would do is you would boop, 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 boop. You dial this 1-800 number on your fucking, your phone. Uh-huh. And then you would dial, you know, like a two to four digit number for the video you wanted to see. And, who and it had, would show up on the screen. Exactly. And it wasn't even like, you wouldn't even get that. If you requested it, you paid for it, okay? It came right. through your phone bill. But if there wasn't enough 
fucking people requesting that shit, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even, play. Exactly, it wouldn't even fucking play. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. So how did you know what number to type in? Was it like an advertisement? It would show it well, on at, the bottom of the dude, screen. At the bottom uh, of the screen, there was this like 1-800 number. Yeah, there was like 1-800 number, and it was like for each video, there was like, I think it was like a two to four digit number. And so that was what you would punch in. Oh my God. Yeah, you had to pay for that shit. So if you want to hear. To see a music video. To see a music to video. To see a fucking music video. So what, what I used to do is uh, I'd have my VHS player ready to go. There you go. And, and then when a song would come up that I either didn't request or a song that I did request or wanted to see. I'd be ready. I'd be ready. To like hit hit record real quick, so I wouldn't have to pay for it again. Dude, remember putting the fucking piece of tape over the VHS fucking <laughs> little, little, that little imprint so you can record on a fucking VHS that's that right. wasn't recordable. Yeah, that's right. Because you break out the tab, and after you break out the tab, you can't record on it anymore. Mm-mm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Man, that's crazy. I didn't even know you fucking had to pay for that kind of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that how was it went. that was before you. I can't even call you a millennial, but <laughs> I mean I'm pretty sure I fall into that category. Are you a millennial? Okay, well I can. But I'm like an educated millennial. You are an educated. <laughs> an an edge an edge millennial. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tastes so good. Oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. Fucking shit. That's weird though. I had no idea. I I remember flipping through the the channels and like the very last channels of like satellite TV would be like the uh, the music channels and shit like that. And you could get like R and B or hip hop or something like That's that. That's satellite. That was like cable satellite. That was yeah. Like, that was, yeah, that was way after. That was also the yeah. That was the same time, roughly around like MTV and shit like that. But. God, I never knew you had to pay for things like that. Yeah, that Man. was pre-box. That was pre-LimeWire, pre-Bear Share, all that shit. I mean, yeah, like uh, I remember, I remember getting my first corn <laughs> videos recorded that way. You you put on, you know, you turn on the radio, but you get the same five to you know seven songs. There well, you know, like speaking of the radio and the box, like that's the thing is like, okay, you would have a VHS tape, you would have a cassette tape, and you recorded stuff that you wanted to hear because it came on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and then, like, you could take those VHS or cassette tapes over to your friend's house and be like, "Hell yeah! Have you heard this song? It's been playing." Am I re- <laughs> am I recording from there? Are we at? Is this the time? <laughs> I think so. I think it's moving. <laughs> yeah, it's moving. All right, you're good. All right, <laughs> probably good. in this right here before we destroy it all. <laughs> all right, good times, brothers and sisters. We'll good see you soon. Times. Okay? So that brings us to the end of the uh, the wind worlds collide. Nineteen ninety, motherfucking <laughs> six. <laughs> this this one was a a saucy one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this was super saucy. I'm gonna have to edit the fucking piss out of this, but it's all right, man. Well, make sure make sure there's piss left for people to enjoy. There will be golden showers for the, for 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 all of them. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Love you, man. Talk to you soon. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
Welcome to the 90s Nostalgics Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Swidgen. And I'm Sierra Bears. On this podcast, we love to discuss everything from the 90s. Video games. Movies. Music. Childhood stories. Shenanigans and more. Whatever tickles your nostalgic feels. We've got you covered. You can reach us at the 90s Nostalgics on Podbean, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail. You listen and we we listen. listen. So hit us up. (laughs) We're dorks. We're adorable, though.